0: Welcome to the Real Talk with Dana podcast. I'm your host, Dana Monsi's licensed dietitian, nutritionist, and body image coach. On this show, you'll learn how to listen to and trust your body instead of trying to control it. We'll dig into the healing power of nutrition from a non-diet, weight-inclusive, health at every size approach. My guests and I will guide you through how to heal from digestive issues and hormonal imbalances, all while making peace with food and your body without obsession or restriction. Hey, internet, and welcome back to the Real Talk with Dana podcast. It's a big week, y'all, because this week is the final episode of Real Talk with Dana. We're not going anywhere in case you missed that announcement last week or the week before, we're just changing to a new name. So this week is the last episode officially of Real Talk with Dana until I change the name to the Wholehearted Eating Podcast with a new co-host, Christina Hoyt. So on this week's episode, Christina is joining me and we're going to be diving into the topics of wellness chasing, conditional food freedom, and the nutrition jungle, which is also known as why we get so confused and overwhelmed about we are supposed to be eating or should be doing and how we get all tangled up in nutrition information swarming around in our thoughts, which causes us to feel paralyzed to make any kind of nutritional or health shift. Which, if you're confused and overwhelmed just by listening to that, That's exactly what the Nutrition Jungle is. We're also talking about on the show today, the switch from the Real Talk with Dana podcast to the Wholehearted Eating podcast, what's changing and what's not changing to give y'all a little bit of a preview. So the first official episode drops next week, April 7th, and our first monthly theme is going to be intuitive fitness. All of our guests are non-diet fitness professionals who practice from a body-neutral, weight-inclusive approach with the goal of making movement more accessible, flexible, and joyful for all bodies. And just a reminder before we get started today or before you get lost trying to look for the Wholehearted Eating Podcast, if you're subscribed to the podcast right now, you won't have to do anything different next week to find the show. It'll just pop up in your feed. If you're not, make sure you go subscribe so you don't have to do anything extra to find us. is a bit of a transitional episode we're a pokemon that is evolving to its next form and so as you guys have been hearing for the last couple of weeks i've been hinting that there are some changes coming to the podcast right and we are starting them right now (laughs) or like kind of right now (laughs) we're interest we're introducing them right now and what is happening is, as I have already told you guys, is Real Talk with Dana is changing to the Wholehearted Eating podcast with a co host, <laughs> it me, Christina. Yay. So, you guys know Christina, Yay. she's been on the podcast, I mean, I don't even know how many times at this point, but obviously, like the most frequent returning guests, we've been working together for who even knows how many years now, Three seven, years eight so.
1: years at this point. Seven, eight years, but probably together with courses probably over the last three, three and a yeah. half years, probably. Yeah,
0: okay, with courses over the last Makes three and, and a half years, but we have in some way or function always worked together through, you know, integrative nutrition in grad school and everything, so... We figured that it would be pretty awesome to captain planet ourselves, our powers combined, and create this (laughs) podcast. We've talked about wholehearted eating before. We talk about it in our courses. This is how we work with clients. And then we thought, well, duh, why don't we just do this on the podcast too since it's both of us and then we can have more – um, you know, diverse conversations. Like it's not just me interviewing people. It'll be me and Christina interviewing people. It'll be us answering your questions, talking about different monthly themes and stuff. So I'm going to stop blabbering and let Christina talk. So <laughs>
1: welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much. I am so excited about this because we've been quietly talking about the idea about doing a wholehearted eating podcast for a really long time. And I think the thing that I'm most excited about is one, doing it with my, my biz bestie, but also about being able to, um, to have these types of conversations. That's really hard to do just one-on-one in an interview when it's really nice, when it's a dynamic between two people. And we've done this before in our courses where we've interviewed people together. Um, and so I'm really excited to kind of share that with the masses, so to speak. And I'm really excited to be on. The whole hard-eating podcast. Yeah. So more... That's why I'm just Even more details
0: are going to be coming out. So the trailer episode or the intro episode is going to come out this Friday. um, If you're listening to this when it comes out. If you don't listen to it when it comes out, it is the next episode directly after this one. And that's just a short intro to tell you guys exactly... What the podcast we have planned for it. We've already done a bunch of interviews and those are going to be coming up. So, we're going to be doing monthly themes just like I've been doing this year. They're going to be similar, you know, guest interviews, but instead of just me and one other person, it's me and Christina and our guest. And we have done a lot of very um, exclusive vetting of the guests on the show. So these are only people that we have reached out to and we want to come on for these different specific themes that we're going to be doing and how their training or their specialization in whatever they are fits into the theme and fits into the overarching philosophy of wholehearted eating. Now, granted, nobody else is a wholehearted eating practitioner except the two of us, right? But we're inviting these people into our space and saying they either embody or help enhance at least one of the pillars of wholehearted eating and you guys will hear about those a lot more as we go on as well. So the first theme we're going to be doing is intuitive fitness. So we have a lot of people both in our you know community and with the people that we work with too who really struggle in their relationship To movement and to exercise and to workouts and everything.
1: And so we wanted to start with that. Yeah, we're so excited to talk about intuitive fitness because it is something that a lot of people um, have a hard time transitioning to. If you've been a, you know, hardcore exerciser your whole life and it's, you know, calories in calories out kind of vibe about it, ride or die. Or if you're someone who's a little bit more like me, loves the sofa and you're trying to get (laughs) trying to get moving without it becoming rigid and having it be weight loss focused um we're really excited to talk about this and uh to dive deeper and our guests are amazing i'm so excited you may have seen some sneak peeks of this on the ig (laughs) because we've had some people take some pictures of us interviewing so you may have already suspected that this was happening but it's happening and i'm excited and they're awesome guests and i'm so excited about the conversations and everything that we have coming up. And yeah, Dana described it so well. And stay tuned for the trailer. And I'm so excited to be here and be a yeah, part so of it. Yeah, so you guys are going to get
0: a new intro, new outro music, new trailer. Well, actually, you'll see the music is the, the same. the same. But the voices are different. <laughs> because I'm here. Because Christina's here. <laughs> and, you know, we've got a whole new way of conducting these interviews as well that I think you all are really going to like. But that is for starting with the trailer and the intro episode and then that will be starting on April 7th would be our first official Wholehearted Eating episode. Today we are talking about something different so we are going to be talking about the concepts of wellness chasing and the nutrition jungle today so you all have probably heard us or me talk about the nutrition jungle in some way or form on a lot of different episodes but we wanted to flush it out what is it why does it happen why are we so confused about nutrition information and the place that that conversation starts is with wellness chasing so christina take
1: it away (laughs) Yeah. So we started talking about this a lot um, recently when we were trying to describe um, when when you're constantly seeking out nutrition information and other wellness trends. And a lot of times it's attached to unlocking some piece of your health puzzle. A lot of times it is, or like the overarching thing. And sometimes, you know, if we dig beneath the surface a few layers, it's usually our weight, right? Because we interlock Um, Weight and health so deeply in our culture, Um, and so we we've started thinking about this more. And we thought you couple this like kind of seeking out kind of mentality, and I I kind of picture someone like walking around around trying to pick up new information, like a scavenger hunt. Like, and you have this strong value for holistic approaches to wellness, which you know Dan and I can obviously relate to. We're both of the integrative functional. Paradigm, So that's where we came from. And so we get it. And so we were kind of thinking about, you don't necessarily relate to dieting, but wellness protocols and things that are good for your health are things that you really jive with. And we call it wellness chasing because you're kind of jumping from trend to trend or collecting all of this information along the way because you're trying to seek this elusive perfect health. Um, especially when, like I said, when you couple that with wanting it to be holistic, like, so we're using all the holistic things, you know, like nutrition, um, biohacking. Um, um, we use things like, um, you know, sleep hygiene, not sleep hygiene in general. That's, you know, whatever, but you get the idea. You're collecting all of these different nuggets of lifestyle things, meditation, all this stuff. And you, you kind of create this, this, this reservoir of information that's kind of living in your head about what it means to be well and what that formula kind of looks like and it kind of sneaks into this idea of wellness chasing when we have this type of thought process in our mind of what it is to be well and our own formula for that and it's coupled with it's not very flexible so Or the flexibility, it only exists when it's conditional. So, aka, you flex and enjoy a meal out with your friends... And you don't feel as bad about it because you rocked your Pel- peloton earlier today, or you enjoy your Thanksgiving dinner, but you know that you have a workout set up for the next morning, so everything's gonna be fine. So that is what we're talking about here a little bit, and it's kind of like you start to identify as a wellness chaser if you categorize foods as healthy and unhealthy in your again, and you knowing what you should and shouldn't be doing. And it. as I'm describing this, I hope you're starting to get confused because this is what happens internally <laughs> as you start to collect more and more of this information on this wellness scavenger hunt that, we're our, that a lot of people are on.
0: Yeah, and it, you know, I mean, I think a lot of this happens with, um, you know, good intent, right? Like, especially if you are a person who, um, you know, maybe you've got, you either- or all, have a value of health and you value doing things in a more holistic way, right? Like maybe you've bur- been burned by traditional medicine. You've had all these symptoms. You go into the doctor's office and they're like, your labs are fine. Or like, maybe just lose some weight. And so then you go to the, the more functional or integrative approach of like, okay, well, you know, I like food is medicine. Like, let's do it this way. I'm going to take my health into my own hands, which like isn't a bad thing to do, right? But the thing that happens is when that is per like paired with some perfectionistic tendencies then we can start to latch on to all of these things and like Christina mentioned we're on like a wellness scavenger hunt you're trying to like gather all of the things and you're trying all of the things and then it feels like nothing's working even if you do one dedicated protocol and it you know quote works one time then you're like fall off the wagon or whatever you want to call it. And then you try and go back to it and it doesn't work. So you're like, okay, well, you know, now I have to do this and this, or you go on to the next thing, or you try and, you know, biohack your health. You're doing the CBD, you're doing the microdosing, you're doing all of this other stuff. And then your wellness or like personalized wellness formula, we've heard sometimes becomes like a wellness productivity to-do list where you feel like you have to check off every single thing in a day or in a week in order to have taken care of yourself or doing self-care or make sure that you're checking all of those boxes because otherwise you're not going to have a good day or you're going to have a flare, right? This is really... This happens a lot when we see people with autoimmune disease, or if you have perfectionistic tendencies, it's like, okay, I have to have my perfect morning routine, I have to wake up and walk the dog and meditate and do yoga and drink 90 ounces of water, of alkaline water, and you know, like all of the things, or you feel like you're completely thrown off. And we haven't even gotten to the nutrition information part of this yet, of why this gets so confusing.
1: Uh, yeah, but you can see how it would get confusing, right? Because if you're a wellness chaser, right? If you can identify as that and sneak peek, if you're curious, we have a quiz on our website that you can go check out and learn more about it. But if you identify with someone who's been on this kind of wellness scavenger hunt, um, you can imagine the amount of information that you've gathered that is quote unquote nutrition information. Some of it is real nutrition information, right? But it's presented in a way on this like, kind of like, um, This wellness formula aspect, right? Like, oh, if you do this, then this will happen. This is where the superfoods come in. We became obsessed with goji berries for a while and um, all of the things, right? But what happens is that it leads to this web, jungle web of nutrition information that's swarming around in your mind at any given one moment, at any given moment. And it makes it really confusing and almost kind of paralyzing to make decisions around food. You know, like you start to do, I was thinking about recently, Dana and I were talking about, um, about some of our clients and how they, they would talk about this and how we introduced the idea of the nutrition jungle is because just trying to make a decision about what to eat for breakfast can become So overwhelming and so confusing, especially if you tack on, oh, well, I want to be non diet too. So I want to honor what my body's desiring. And I also want to get away from old food rules and old diets. And then you feel paralyzed because of all of this nutrition information that's leading, that's hanging out, that you start doing things like waking up in the morning and saying, okay, I'd like to have a breakfast. Okay. I'm going to challenge a food rule and I'm going to have a bagel. Okay. Well, if I have a bagel, I should probably have some protein with it. If I have a protein with it, then I need to have a vegetable with it. If I need to have a vegetable with it, but then uh, da, da, da. And then next thing you know, you have all this information, and then in there you're saying, but the bagel's bad. I can't have a bagel because I read this thing about how bagels are bad for you, especially if you have X, Y, and Z autoimmune disease, and I have it. Ugh, ugh, can't have that. All right, so then what do I do instead? Oh, I'll have a gluten-free bread. Oh, I can't have gluten-free bread because... Doesn't have as much fiber in it, blah, 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 all the things. Blah, blah, blah. Do I have celiac disease? Do I not have celiac disease? I don't know. Should I be eating this? Should I not be eating this? I don't know. I'll just have eggs. Okay, I'm going to have eggs, but I don't have a carb. Now I need a carb. What, what kind of carb can I have? Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to do it. And then next thing you know, you're in this place and all of a sudden you're thinking to yourself, screw it. I can't make a decision about what to eat for breakfast, so I'm just not going to have anything. Or I'm just going to have a plate of eggs because everyone needs protein, and that's what I'm going to have, and I'm going to call it a day. And then next thing you know, We're unsatisfied. And you know what happens when we're unsatisfied? We start wanting to eat more. And so then then the cravings come in. Well, I didn't have my carb this morning, so I need to have a little snack. So next thing you know, you're having a little snack, you're grazing, you're grazing, you're grazing. And it all stems from this place of being just so confused about how to make a damn breakfast. And it's all because we've been carrying around All of this information in our mind about what we should, shouldn't be eating, and how to put a meal together, and all of these things, and we're carrying around this web of nutrition information that all contradicts each other. And so it's really, really hard, and no wonder people are so confused about what to eat. Right? That's the nutrition jungle. I hope you can visualize.
0: (laughs) And this happens for people, even if you don't identify as a wellness chaser, it happens, this happens to everybody, right? So we go through our lives absorbing information like a sponge from the time that you're a kid, if you're an adult and you enjoy different, like learning about different health trends or nutrition, or you're just, you know, if you have health as a value, or even if you don't, everybody absorbs this information that we get from everywhere and this isn't just formal diets or protocols or whatever that we've done in the past you see things on facebook you see things on tv you see things on social media you see things in magazines in grocery stores you know like you absorb all of these things where even if it wasn't a formal diet or something list of rules that you were following all of these things start to pile on top of each other to the point where like the situation that christina described you can't make a simple decision around food because you have 87 different shoulds in your brain that are telling you, oh, maybe I should have this, oh, but I have to have it with this, or maybe I shouldn't have that, oh, you know, and you go through this whole thing and you're just like, I just I just don't know what to do, so then either you just don't eat anything or you're just like whatever I'm just gonna have this or you just go back to exactly what you were doing before this is so incredibly common like this situation happens I want to say almost every single time that Christina and I get a new client you know especially if they have autoimmune disease chronic illness any of that they're like I tried to do the food as medicine thing like I've done all of that stuff I've done all of the diets I'm sick of doing elimination diets and protocols but at the same time I can't just you know, eat whatever. I can't do what they're saying in the anti-diet and some people that are on the intuitive eating, you know, spectrum of things that just say like, nutrition doesn't matter, which we know is not true, right? That's, we're not, again, we're not here to bash intuitive eating, right? There are plenty of people who don't know what they're talking about in many different nutrition spaces who are just like, oh, nutrition doesn't matter, eat whatever you want, like nutrition science doesn't matter. And it's like, oh, really try telling that to someone who has an autoimmune disease, chronic illness, celiac disease, anything like that, right? So this is where finding this middle ground of how trying to learn how to be non-diet and more neutral with nutrition while being able to use nutrition in a healing way becomes so complicated. Because now not only are you having this nutrition jungle, which is really just nutrition information that is dieting and weight loss advice. But now you're having this other side of things. That's just, just eat it, just eat the thing. That's the only way you're going to be able to be non-diet is if you can let go of ever wanting to lose weight again. And if you can let go of all of your food rules and it's like, now I'm stuck in the middle and how, how do I do this? Like no, no wonder people are so confused. So if you are nodding along with this and you're like, um, yes, that's me. What do I do about it? we're going to, we're here for you. We're going to work on
1: it. (laughs) You are our people. We feel you. We have lived this life. (laughs) We have lived this life and it really comes down to untangling the nutrition jungle. And I think also too, identifying that maybe you are a wellness chaser and why are you chasing wellness? You know, what is that all about? Why are we doing this? Do you have some kind of, um, you know, Autoimmune or chronic illness that's compounding all of this for you, and you're carrying all this information in your mind because you're seeking just a form of non flared life. Like, I get it, you know. Um, So, we have to kind of untangle that nutrition jungle, which is why it's so important um, for me and for Dana to talk about neutral nutrition and how do we neutralize this information and how do we untangle that web and detach what is. Uh, evidence-based nutrition advice that is applicable to me right just because it's evidence-based nutrition doesn't mean that it's applicable to you or necessary for you to be doing and so we have to think about that and then also how do we detach that from 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 non-weight inclusive um, and also dieting protocols that are you know seeking diet or you know sorry weight control type of. Um, protocols as well and where does that fit in how does that play a role and how can we untangle that web for you um, to make making those decisions a lot more empowered and so that you can live in this space of having the knowledge to know what your body is telling you the language that your body is speaking and how you can answer it while also honoring your desires And also honoring what your body's needs are all at the same time. Because they're not always the same. Sometimes we have to marry the two things together. This is really a
0: primer for everything that we are going to be talking about on this podcast with all of the different themes, right? But then also with the four pillars of wholehearted eating, right? So some of the things that make the nutrition jungle even more confusing is it's not just here's what to eat and here's what's not to eat. Right, It's tripped up in health and it's tripped up in body image and fitness and everything because you're receiving specific weight loss or weight control information based on the conditions that you find yourself in. Right, So we wanted to start next month by talking about fitness because a lot of people receive a lot of their food rules or shoulds from the fitness industry because of the leading paradigm that has been debunked so many times, and yet we're still talking about it, of calories in, calories out, right? So a lot of people will experience what we call conditional food freedom, which is where maybe you're at this place where you can, you feel like, okay, I'm I'm okay to eat carbohydrates. Like, oh, this is great. You know, like I'm okay to allow myself to eat these certain things, but only if I've exercised or only if I'm going to exercise tomorrow. And there's this whole like earning and burning mentality. And it's like, okay, well, is that really food peace? Is that really food neutrality? If only, if it only occurs in certain conditions? No. And so then what you'll find is we're going to be talking about that in terms of body image one month. And we're going to be talking about that in terms of hormone health one month, right? So all of the things, all things lead back to food neutrality, body neutrality, resilience and intentional eating, which is what we're going to be talking about all throughout the podcast. But we wanted to start with food and body neutrality because these are the foundation on which a peaceful relationship with food and your body and going towards a more neutral relationship with food has to start.
1: Amen. Yeah. So throughout this podcast that we're switching to the whole hard eating podcast, we're going to have a lot more conversations that are a lot of, uh, often geared towards supporting those four pillars that Dana just described, but also, to debunking a lot of the information that we've gathered because we want you to get out of the nutrition jungle. But the piece that's really important, it's not just about saying, here's the problem, nutrition jungle, I've gathered all this information. It's really about how do I untangle it? How do I make these decisions and how do I move forward? And that's something that's really important to us and what we want this podcast moving forward to be always very deeply rooted in the how-to. How do I go from wellness chasing, to being a wholehearted eater. How do I get there and what steps do I need and support that I need along the way? And that's what you're gonna get from the whole Heart eating podcast.
0: Because we are sick and tired of people just yelling about diet culture and not telling you what to do about it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I mean, really like this is a conversation we could have another day, but Christina and I have been talking about this a lot in our weekly, daily calls, is it is all well and great for many practitioners and influencers and everything. Like we are so glad that people are finally like calling out diet culture as it is and fitness culture as it is and fat phobia as it is. And you know, all of this nutrition information that's out there that really is just dieting and weight control advice, but it doesn't tell you what to do about it, okay? So we're, this is just the identification step, right? And it doesn't tell you how to get out of it or what to do next. It's like, okay, well, I know this has been my pattern for a long time, or now I can see diet culture like overt or covert, wherever it is. But what do I do, right? So we saw this void, and this is really where, and I hope that I have been doing this on this podcast for a long time, right? But even even more so now, we want to make sure that every single guest we have on, there are action steps from professionals in the field that are like okay if this is something that you're dealing with here's something that you can do about it aside from just saying like oh just work with me you know like which obviously working with a practitioner who knows you and your situation and who can bring all of these pieces together is going to be the best way to go for a lot of people but that's not it we want to be able to give you resources so that you can start to work through this on your own and give you a bunch of different perspectives so you can see this is a different way of thinking about it and here are different tools based on this person's experience and how they work with people and their expertise and their schooling and everything because we don't know everything we will be the first person people to admit that right I have always said on this podcast, I think the mark of a good practitioner is someone who can admit that they don't know everything, but that they will either look up the answer for you or find somebody else who specializes in that and then send you on their way.
1: So true. I also think too something that I want to tap back to a little bit about what you just said about um, about how appreciative we are about the individuals who are out there, you know, um, really speaking volumes about about diet culture and disordered eating patterns and all of the things and talking about intuitive eating and supporting that whole thing. Because you know what? That's how I learned. That's how I got to this place where I finally started learning more about what are the patterns that I have in my life. Um, And I was definitely (laughs) a wellness chaser and compounded with a chronic illness. And where I always felt that was missing in a lot of that was what happens when you have a chronic illness, and that's why Dana and I both, you know, both of us have chronic illnesses. Both of us live with celiac disease, and there's a a perceived and very real, not perceived, but a very real restriction as a result of that. How do you navigate that, and how do you go from wellness chasing to to wholehearted eating, and how do you go from this place, um, in a step by step place without it being, um, you know. Throw, throw caution to the wind and, and your symptoms will just magically resolve because they don't or an all or nothing and mentality so, because that's the other mm-hmm. end so we know people don't really like living in the gray but man the gray is where it's at guys <laughs> so we are so excited about all of this and bringing you the real how-to and don't worry we're keeping the sassy New Jersey no BS vibe with us as we move into whole I'm still eating. here
0: don't There's- worry Dana
1: still, Dana's still here and uh, her personality is coming with us and so I am so excited I think you guys should get excited I think there's going to be a lot more how-to um, not that there wasn't how-to before but a unique new perspective of how-to and we're really excited to share with you the various professionals and our own conversations around how do we get there
0: yeah and so once we've announced each month's topic if you all have any questions that you want us to or experiences or things that you want us to talk through email us dm us on instagram write us on our website anywhere we want some of these episodes or a lot of the episodes are going to be interviews with other guests but some of the or the some of the episodes are also going to be just us two talking about the specific topic troubleshooting your questions and your experiences and everything because we want to make this as interactive as possible, which I think it's really easy to lose that on a podcast because it's just either one person talking or two people talking or even three people talking, but just within their conversation. And while it's really nice to listen to those conversations, like we all love podcasts. Hello, that's why you're here in the first place but it's even cooler if you can make it more interactive by taking in listener feedback and listener questions and listener support and everything like that so we can make the show even more curated for you.
1: Absolutely. How are we going to be able to, we can anticipate what the the how-to is for you based off of our own experience and professional, professional um, understanding and all of that, but you guys know what you guys need better than we do. And so share it with us and we'll help you navigate it. And I'm...
0: and like Christina mentioned before, um, if you think you might be stuck in the nutrition jungle, you think you might be a wellness chaser. If you want to find out if this is more something that you're really dealing with, we have a free quiz on our website and we'll put in the show notes.
1: Yes. I'm so excited to find out. Are you a wellness chaser? And then we'll dive in. So excited. <music>
0: Hey there. Thanks for listening to the Real Talk with Dana podcast with me, your host, Dana, obviously. And I just wanted to say you're the best. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your family and friends. Maybe send a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Why would you do that, you ask? Because this helps more people find the show so that we can spread the food and body peace word, break down diet culture, and the unrealistic beauty standards that make us all feel like we need to shrink ourselves with food and exercise in order to be worthy in the world, which sucks. For discussion on the show episodes, if you want to request a guest or ask a question, if you'd like some support, please join the non-diet community on Facebook, which is a free group where you can go get some community and support. I'll see you over there and see you next week.